my clients actually had confidence in the plan that we developed for them. And, you know, they were finally shown where the true value of the planning lies. And that's during the bad times. This is the Retire Happy Podcast with John Amarino, teaching you each episode about holistic retirement plans. Glad you're with us on the Retire Happy Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside John Amarino, San Diego's premier holistic retirement advisor at Securus Financial, serving you throughout the area. If you have any questions, want to listen to past episodes of the show, get in touch, tap into more resources, everything you need, it's all at gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. John, great to be with you once again this week. How are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. I got uh, my niece in town from Michigan. Oh, cool. So her and her friend are in town. So we are packing up here soon and heading up the coast to Newport Beach. And we're going to we're gonna do some camping right there on the beach. So Whoa, that's normally cool. I wouldn't pay the, it's like $300 a night to camp there, which is, oh my I mean, normally I'm paying maybe 75. Yeah. So, but uh, my other sister who lives in San Clemente, they're going to come and spend a couple days you know, during the afternoon there. So we're gonna have a, a real cool family time. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted to show my niece a, a good time to where she can just step outside in the morning and she's right on the beach. So we're excited. That's a cool way to do it. 300 bucks a night though. That's, I mean, you can stay in some pretty nice hotels for 300 bucks. Yeah. A night. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's cool. My, my sister's response to that was, well, you're staying in a real nice RV. So I'm like, that's right. So it's location, 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 you know, you're right there on the beach. So it is, it is. So, well, that's cool. We're able to do, I wouldn't do it every camping trip, but we're able to afford it. And, uh, I think the experience will be worth the cost in the end. Yeah. And you're showing somebody a good time and you'll make some really good memories being able to step right on the beach like that. That's pretty neat. Can't replace some of those things. Well, very cool. Uh, Safe travels to you and hope you have fun up there. Before we get to uh, your trip, though, and that excitement, it's time for another Retirement Roadmap edition of the Retire Happy Podcast, where we're going to continue on the trend of pertinent planning and the fact that you need to have a plan to address all of your financial and retirement needs. And I'm looking forward to this next edition of the program. John, what's our main topic today? You know, it's we're going to a pertinent time. I know we've been doing the retirement roadmap, taking each part of the planning, but, you know, things change, so we have to adapt. And I think, you know, the biggest thing our listeners need to understand, you know, if you don't have that plan, you need to have a plan. And so we're going to just kind of rehash a a little bit of what we've done in the past, you know, especially for the newer listeners. And we're going to tell you what your plan needs to address. What the plan needs to address. All right. So I like that. So this is not necessarily a new topic, right? No, no. But I mean, it's, it's going to be pertinent because in March and April, I fielded so many calls with prospects that had no plan. And, you know, it's so it's definitely a hot and new topic again this year because it's critical that we hammer this point home that you need to have a plan for retirement, right? The whole coronavirus lockdown, we need to realize that this was not like the 2008 financial bubble. Our economy was doing very well, but then the unexpected happened and things went to hell 
real quick, right? You know, we had a pandemic and then we had the whole country shutting down unprecedented. And, you know, just like I had mentioned, I was talking with prospects off of a webinar I did and off of uh, a couple old classes that I had taught where, you know, they rehashed and gave me a call and, and sought me out. And these people were panicking and they either just retired or were planning to retire in the next year or two. And they saw that their savings, their life savings, their assets was were getting decimated. And I'm talking, Walter, a couple of people, not just one, but a couple of people had over 50% in market losses. That's a big drop. And the, yeah, yeah. And you know, the overwhelming quote during my March and April conversations was, I don't know what I'm going to do. I thought I was doing a good job managing my own affairs or my advisor just been, was just telling me not to worry about it, but I'm not comfortable with having the losses that I am and having an all stock portfolio. You know, it was all great. I was making money. I didn't think that everything that you had told me in these classes or in these webinars were really pertinent to me, but now I understand that there's a completely different mindset for investing in retirement. And on the flip side, as I've mentioned in past podcasts, I had conversations with all of our clients. I did not shy away from contact and on my telephone to everybody. And, you know, the overwhelming majority of, of the conversations, you know, my clients were, had some stress, but it wasn't because of their plan. It, it was, worried about the Great Depression, the doom and gloom talk that millions of people are going to die from the coronavirus and that, you know, this is just going to be devastating. We're going to see Great Depression style losses, all that fear mongering that the mainstream media was thrown out there. But my clients actually had confidence in the plan that we developed for them. And, you know, they were finally shown where the true value of the planning lies. And that's during the bad times. They were getting the real life example, right? No, it was no longer a hypothetical situation. They were, getting, they were now living the real life of their plan, the contingency plan. And they understood that a portion of their money wasn't going backwards. And the money that was going backwards because, right, my clients lost money just like everyone else. That's what happens when you're invested in the market. But for that portion of the money, they understood why we have different buckets of money and why those buckets address or that how those buckets are invested over different time horizons. And they understand that not only do we have investment buckets, but we had risk buckets and tax buckets. And we're looking for silver linings like doing Roth conversions in a down market to allow our Roths to participate in the gain and not having to pay the taxes on it. They understood all those plannings. And while no one likes losing money, they understood why we spent so much time making sure they were going to be okay during times like this and, and that they were okay being susceptible to the losses that they were experiencing because while no one likes losing money, they understood that one day it's going to happen. And they understood that the plan was designed with market losses in mind. 
because that would be foolish if you didn't really have a an investment plan that you didn't think these days were going to come. But the key point was those losses that they were experiencing, they knew, A, they could financially endure them because we planned for it. And because we discussed that risk tolerance at nauseum, it didn't create panic that would trigger irrational decisions, also known as behavioral finance. So, you know, yeah, they were stressed because of of, of the healthcare and, and the fear mongering talk, but in reality, their plan gave them confidence and it gave them peace of mind. And, you know, I could hear it in their voice that they knew, you know, they were thanking me, thank you for for doing this. And, you know, I had to remind them that my job is only to bring the material and my suggestions based on my expertise to you. You should be patting yourself on the back because you made the decisions to put those plans into effect and you're trusting the plan. And now you know why we build the plans we were. So now let's fast forward. Now we're a few months later, right? I like to call this the great reset. You know, some of my clients, we actually went a little bit more aggressive, got them into some dividend plans and it's paying off. It's paying off. But for those prospects and those, you know, the people have emailed me or just kind of reached out, you have a second chance now to get this right. You didn't have a plan a couple months ago and life punched you in the face. But guess what? Hopefully you didn't panic and sell. You were able to kind of withstand it. And now you have hopefully the vast majority of your money back. And now you need to get in and you need to dedicate making a plan that is detailed. And by that, we're talking about, like we mentioned before, a plan that will have the bad times in mind, right? It's not a plan that's going to make you rich in, you know, what we call a hope and prayer that, you know, Bitcoin is going to return to 20,000 or whatever. It's a plan that's going to be based on efficiency and a plan that's going to give you the highest probability of success. If you have some extra money set aside that you don't need and maybe you want to make a speculative uh, investment, I, I have, that's fine. But be prepared to lose all that money. But don't have it as part of your plan. Have it as your Vegas casino money. And you have to look at it like that. Say, you know what? Things are just not normal these days. I'm going to just you know, invest X amount of dollars and look at it like a lottery ticket. And if the lottery ticket didn't come through, then no harm, no foul. That was side money. But the, the vast majority of your money and your entire plan has to be based on efficiency and the highest probability of success. I like that. The highest probability of success. Let that resonate for a moment. So we know that the plan is important, obviously. We know that you need need one, need to have one. But is a plan simply just covering investments and you know rebalancing, just to kind of use a financial buzzword in there, rebalance your portfolio and make sure you have the right investments and, and you're good to go? No, it's much more than investments, you know, and for the people who have gone to my workshops or 
or you know my clients they'll know that in retirement investments is just a small portion of it but you know through marketing and the the whole robo advisory thing i think you know that's where a lot of clients have been or a lot of not clients but a lot of people have been pushed to believe that that's where i, I just have to have that plan you know how i'm going to be diversified but a true holistic retirement plan has five different pillars and i'm going to tell you right now walter the things within these five pillars, I would probably say less than 2% of people who come into my office, and that's that's probably being generous, actually have a plan for these pillars. So first of all, the foundation is income planning. You need to have an income stream because income is the outcome. The second pillar is going to be investment management. The third pillar is going to be tax management. The fourth pillar is going to be healthcare. And then the fifth pillar is going to be estate planning, but it doesn't stop there, right? Because within each of those pillars and everyone's different, and I have a little flow chart that I, I created now and I show, show it to people, you could have an additional four to 15 subcategories with, within those pillars that you know, depending on your situation, you may have to look at. And, you know, when we talk about income, you have to understand that you need to maximize this. It needs to be predictable, no matter what the markets are doing. This is just like when you're in your working years, you had a job, your job paid you a paycheck, no matter if the market was down a thousand points or up a thousand points, you knew you you were getting that paycheck. We want to replicate that in retirement. So peace of mind, people with that peace of mind knows that on a specific date, your funds are deposited no matter what the market did that day. And guess what that starts with? It starts with maximizing your social security benefit. Then it's developing an efficient income stream from your assets to satisfy any other additional income that you may need beyond your social security benefit or pensions. So once we look at that, you have to have a good understanding of your budget, right? You need to understand what you're spending your money on, what is critical, right? To live off of your basic necessities. Then you have to understand what is lifestyle and what is vacation money. And from your budget, you're going to get that withdrawal rate that we always talk about. And for years, you know, the suggested withdrawal rate was 4%, meaning that if you needed $40,000 of additional income, which isn't that much money here in Southern California, you're going to need a million dollars worth of assets. Unfortunately, in today's low interest rates and with the market volatility, I mean, keep in mind now, COVID gave us our third 30 plus percent drop in the market in a 20 year period. So based on the low interest rates, the market volatility, the 4% rule just truly does not have a high probability of success. And there's been a ton of research done on that. Wade Fow just came out again saying that the 4% rule is not dependable. And many experts now suggest withdrawal rates of 2 to 3%, which means that if you're now going to adjust to a 2% rule and you still need $40,000 of additional income, you're going to need $2 million in assets. And that is a huge difference. And 
many prospects who come in to see me have withdrawal rates of anywhere five to eight percent. And quite simply, their money is not going to last them even 20 years. And that's a problem because if you're now 80 years old and you've been out of work for 15 years and you realize you don't have money anymore, what are you going to do? Are you going to sell your house? Are you going to move in with your kids? Are you going to try to get a job? Good luck with that. You know, a, a great analogy I heard is, is that if you're in the middle of the desert driving and all of a sudden you realize you forgot to get gas and there's no gas station in sight for 50 miles and that yellow light pops on saying low fuel, it's not the actual running out of money that's going to be the most stressful part. It's going to be that time between now and running out of gas that's going to be stressing you out. You're going to be sitting there saying, well, do I have to, should we roll down the window? Should we turn the air conditioning off? That's what you want to avoid because you're not going to get a second chance at this. So you have to understand your income, your budget. The next pillar, of course, is investments. And, and we've talked about investments already. And quite simply is you have to understand your market risk and your time horizon. Again, this is not about getting the next hot stock tip. It's about making sure you have enough assets to last your life. It's about making sure that you have peace of mind when the market does drop significantly, like it did a few months ago. It's about avoiding sequence of returns risk, which is, again, having market losses coupled with distributions, right? You have to live off your assets now. If you're pulling money from your assets and you're having a market loss, you're compounding those losses. And that is a recipe for disaster, especially if you're getting those losses early in retirement. And it's a snowball effect. Sequence of returns is a snowball effect. And once it's started, it can be devastating and extremely difficult to overcome. And that's why we spend so much time talking about risk tolerance over not just your whole portfolio, but over your different buckets. The next pillar is tax management. You know, I talked with three different prospects over the last month, Walter, and their big brokerage firm, uh, their advisor won't talk to them about taxes. The brokerage firms actually won't let the brokers talk to them about taxes. And that's a huge red flag, folks, because your advisor needs to be talking to you about taxes. They need to be well-versed in taxes because every last cent of your money has a taxable impact, whether it's taxable that year with capital gains, whether it's tax qualified and is it, is it come out of your IRA at ordinary income rates, or whether you have tax-free money. You have to understand what you are doing with taxes. And I've seen a lot of people have significant tax bills because their old advisor, because now they're clients of mine, kept on telling them, oh, don't worry about taxes. If you're paying taxes, I'm making you money. Well, they had mutual funds loaded up in their non-qualified accounts that was triggering phantom capital gains. So they were taking... They were having to pay taxes on money that they weren't even taking out, which is not efficient. And it's quite frankly to me is foolish. So, you know, you have to be able to manage your taxes within your investments. You have to be aware of the marginal tax traps, Social Security, Medicare, 
required minimum distributions. And, you know, especially now with the amount of debt that we are taking on, right? You know, this stimulus package, it's not free money. Barring a miracle, we are definitely going to have to raise taxes and not just a little bit, but substantially. So are you addressing that in your retirement plan? What if you and or your widow dies, right? The widow tax that we've talked about, income goes down, expenses usually stay the same, if not go up, and your taxes will go up because you're going to go from a married filing jointly to a single filer, not only when it comes to your ordinary income, but when it comes to your social security and Medicare. The fourth pillar is healthcare, right? What happens if one of you has to go into a nursing home or has a long-term care event? The vast majority of, of the people I talk to, they, you know, they don't have a plan. Their plan is to private pay. And I hate to break it to you, folks. That's the most expensive plan. You know, what are you doing for Medicare? Right? Are you going Medicare Advantage? Or are you going Medicare Supplement? Or, or does your company offer a Medicare eligible retirement health care plan? They've all got their, their pros and their cons, but you have to understand the decision you're making because let's say you choose your company plan or your, or your Advantage plan and down the road you want to choose a supplement plan. Well, guess what? You no longer have that guaranteed issue. You know, you're now going to have to qualify it. So there's very there's a a lot of variables that go have to go into your decision making with that. But again, right, that's beyond your investments. And then last but not least, your estate planning, right? You want to leave that money to your beneficiaries in the most efficient manner possible. And guess what, Walter? I have asked this question, and people look at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> But I said, do you want to make the IRS the biggest beneficiary of your estate? And they say, absolutely not. Right. But guess what? They had it set up to where they would be doing. They just didn't know about it because their old advisor wasn't talking to them about that. Or their robo-advisor, they were, they were focused more on their investments. They weren't looking at the importance of the estate plan, of the trust, right? Or, you know, and having that power of attorney, the medical directives, and last but not least, making sure their beneficiary documents were current and accurate. So you have to look at all of that to have a good plan. If you, if if we've talked about just that little bit, and Walter, I'll give you the slide, and hopefully you can input that slide in on our our blog there for people to really look at everything they have to plan for. If you're looking at some of these things or you know you've heard some of the things and you say I don't have a plan for that then you have your your plan's not complete. You have to get help and you have to develop a plan that covers all those areas. That is a true holistic and a truly efficient retirement plan. It takes a lot of work to I think, you know, walk through this. It's a lot, John, that people have to keep in mind, and it's nice that you've been able to kind of list out. I mean, when you look at this graphic, which, by the way, we'll definitely put in the show notes of today's episode, a link to this to this image. When you look at it, I mean, it just kind of makes your head explode in a good way because you're like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. And at first it feels overwhelming, but then when you realize that 
this is essentially what you've created, what you've built, and what you do, John. This is what's covered when I work with you, as an example. When I go through your plan and go through your process, I'm making sure that all of these things have check marks beside them. And then that's when it gets to be a little bit comforting, knowing that all these balls that are in the air, all these things that we're trying to juggle, are being taken care of, managed, and worked on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is... And if you do look at this graph, it can be overwhelming. Now, not everybody is going to have each one of these bullet points. But the simple fact of the matter is we don't just say, hey, welcome to Secures Financial. We're going to do all five of these pillars in the next you know, 90 minutes or the next two or three appointments. No, I tell people we're going to take each pillar one by one based on the biggest concerns or the biggest red flags. And, you know, for a lot of people that become new clients of mine, we're meeting four or five times in the first year and we're setting up a, a, you know, in my notes, I have future planning, you know, 2021, so-and-so retires, we're going to do their Medicare. So they know what's going to go on and we just tackle it one by one. But once we get that foundation for your house set up in the initial planning stages, then we're going to go based on the biggest red flags and the concerns we see. And we're going to sit there and like you said, we're going to put a check mark that either this was an issue and we discussed it and we solved it, or this is a non-issue, right? Or this is non-applicable. But once we can sit there and go there and, and for my clients, they sit there and go, man, we really have covered all the bases, but guess what that gives them? Peace of mind, peace of mind. So that is, again, that's what you need to be looking at for a true holistic plan. It's a lot to cover, John, but I appreciate you walking us through all of it, and it should be a great overview for anybody who's trying to figure out what is the best way to plan for their financial future, what's the best way to put a plan in place rather than just that guesswork that a lot of people build their plan off of. If you want to talk to John about putting together your own holistic retirement plan and working with a holistic retirement advisor, give him a call. 858-935-6210 is the number. That's 858 858- Nine three five six two one zero, or go to gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. And we'll put contact info in the description show notes section of today's show. So just check that for ways to get in touch. And also we'll put a link to go and view this flow chart if you'd like to check it out. It is very helpful and cool to see just what it looks like to have a holistic plan from start to finish and all the different pillars, all the different elements that are covered easy way to kind of drive home what we've talked about on today's show. Well, John, thank you so much for the help and the guidance as we always get the chance to talk with you here on the show and walk through these things. Another pillar down, another important planning foundational element covered, and uh, we'll look forward to doing it all again next time. Yeah, Walter, as as usual, I had a blast. I love uh, talking to our listeners and giving them the details you know, down to the analytics, the stuff they truly need to know, not some marketing ploy or, you know, bias fluff. The education. We got a lot of it on today's show. Well, thank you, John. And thank you for listening to today's program. For John, I'm Walter, and we'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retire Happy Podcast.
Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Securus Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by John Amarino and guests on this radio show are their own and are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.